Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Something else. I'm Neil Augenstein. The Prince William County Board is set to vote on a big data center complex. I'm Sandy Kozell. The commanders coming off Sunday's win over the Colts now get ready for the Vikings. It's 5 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The man arrested in a hammer attack on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, is expected to be charged today with attempted murder, assault with a deadly weapon, and elder abuse. San Francisco District Attorney Brooke Jenkins. At the time that the suspect, Mr. DePap, entered the Pelosi home, he was, in fact, looking for Miss Pelosi. The other thing is, we want to make it clear that there were only two people in the home at the time that the police arrived, Mr. Pelosi and the suspect. Um, there was no third person present. Sources tell CBS News David DePap had a bag full of zip ties with him and a list of people he wanted to target. The midterm elections are one week from tomorrow, and millions of us have already voted. Our new CBS battleground tracker finds a majority feel pessimistic about the state of affairs in the U.S. Now with Joe Biden, there's a big thumb on top of it where you can't enjoy yourself. I just need to see some peace, and I think the only way to do this is voting. The most racially and gender diverse Supreme Court in history. Here's arguments today challenging affirmative action in college admissions. CBS News legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum. There are now three minorities on the court and four women. The original decision on affirmative action had nine men. Justice Thomas, who is black, has always been opposed to affirmative action. Justice Sotomayor has openly stated that without diversity in college admissions, she never would have been appointed to the court. The group Students for Fair Admissions is challenging admissions at Harvard and UNC. Many South Koreans want to know why police didn't anticipate massive crowds for Halloween celebrations ahead of the surge that killed more than 150 people over the weekend in Seoul's nightclub district. Correspondent Liz Palmer. This morning, South Korea's President Yoon Suk-yeol visited the scene of the tragedy, a sloping alley where the crush had begun. And later, at a press conference, he announced a week of national mourning and an investigation into the calamity. Lula is making a comeback in Brazil. Leftist Luis Ignacio Lula da Silva, who served in the early 2000s and later went to prison on a corruption charge, has defeated incumbent President Jair Bolsonaro by less than two percentage points. Da Silva's conviction was later annulled. The Eagles do it again. First, going down the field, can they do it again? Yes, they can! A.J. Brown, incredible! Touchdown number three! A.J. Brown with three first-half touchdowns in Philly's 35-13 win over the Steelers. Eagles are 7-0 for the second time in franchise history for the first time since 2004. This is CBS News. You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews. All from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. It's 5.03 on Monday, October 31st, Halloween, 54 degrees, going to the upper 60s, scattered showers for trick-or-treating tonight. Good morning, I'm John Aaron. And I'm Ann Kramer. The top local stories we're following for you this hour. 
Election 2022 here on WTOP. Midterm elections just over a week away. But if you don't think you can make it to the polls on the big Tuesday in D.C., you can start casting your vote early starting today. You'll be able to vote early all the way through Sunday. There are at least two early voting centers in each ward and most have three. They'll be open all week from 830 in the morning until 7 in the evening. And if you missed registering, you can do it same day at any one of the 25 early voting centers or even on Election Day. Of course, if you don't want to go in to vote, the district mail ballots to all registered voters, and you can either mail it back or drop it off at any of the dozens of drop boxes around the city by Election Day. This year, voters will decide a mayoral election. Mayor Muriel Bowser is hoping for her third term against Republicans to see a hall and two other candidates. Luke Lukert, WTOP News. Now, early in-person voting is already happening in both Maryland and Virginia right now. You can find a list of early voting locations, everything else you need to know about the election next week at WTOP.com. In Maryland, voters will have questions to answer on their ballot, like question four, whether the state should legalize recreational marijuana for adults. Retired NFL player Eugene Monroe is chairman of the Yes on Four campaign. No adult would be arrested for simply possessing cannabis. And in fact, the ones who have been arrested will have their records expunged. Monroe says cannabis is a better way than opioids to treat pain and inflammation. Leading the opposition to question four is Christine Miller, who holds a PhD in pharmacology. Marijuana poses serious mental health risks, including the disease that I devoted my research career to studying and trying to find a cure for schizophrenia. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. And with just about a week to go before Election Day, we're getting a clearer picture this morning of how much money the two men who are running for governor of Maryland have raised. Maryland Matters reports Democrat Wes Moore's campaign has raised more than $5.2 million between the last week of August and October 23rd. Campaign finance reports turned in last week also show he had almost $4 million on hand. That's almost 10 times the amount Republican candidate Dan Cox's campaign has in his war chest for governor. Now, Cox reported raising more than a half million dollars in that same time frame following a fundraiser at former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago Club in Florida. The campaign finance reports show the financial gaps between the other Democrats running for statewide offices and their Republican opponents just as wide as in the race for governor. There will be a lot of scary excitement tonight in neighborhoods for Halloween, but with all the fun, there's also some danger, especially from cars. It is a frightening number. Children are four times more likely to be hit by a car on Halloween than any other day of the year. So it's a reminder for drivers to slow down and pay attention. Excited kids do run across the street, often darting from behind parked cars. Parents will be reminding their kids to only cross the street at corners and to look both ways. As for adults, fatal drunk driving crashes are more likely to happen on Halloween than on New Year's Eve. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, police in a local community now know what caused three deaths several months ago. It's 5.07. At Amentum, we're fiercely committed to making the world safer, smarter, and cleaner for all. We do this by accelerating solutions in intelligence analysis, environmental services, clean energy, health systems, C5ISR engineering, and unmanned autonomous systems. Amentum applies proven expertise in enabling technologies and people to accelerate response to the unexpected, prepare for the future, and surpass expectations. Discover more about our innovative solutions and connect with us at Amentum.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you 24-7 with supplies and solutions for every industry and access to product specialists ready to help. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good morning, it's 5.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go to Rita Kessler now in the traffic center. Thanks, John. Right now, if you're on the Beltway, inner and outer loop running well in Virginia. We do have an early problem in Maryland. This is the outer loop after St. Barnabas Road. It is still single file right getting by the crash and the cleanup. There is a tow truck on the scene uh, because of the early part of the morning. Not a lot of volume there, so you are seeing a little bit of a delay headed past St. Barnabas Road trying to make your way toward Branch Avenue. But again, if that stays there much longer, that delay is just going to continue to grow back toward the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge. 270 southbound looks good from I-70 headed all the way to the lane divide onto either loop of the Beltway. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway good between the Beltways and no issues inside the Beltway. 50 in the BW Parkway running at speed. Whether you're getting onto New York Avenue or onto DC 295 headed toward the 11th Street Bridge. Inbound Suitland Parkway looks good from Silver Hill Road headed across the Douglas Bridge. Uh, No problems along I-295 as well. Now in Virginia on 395 northbound seeing a little bit of volume getting past Duke Street. 95, no reported issues between Fredericksburg and Springfield. All of the earlier work crews on 66 in the eastbound direction should be cleared. This is between 28 and Centerville and the Fairfax County Parkway and also between Nutley and the Beltway. In Aldi, 15 north of Oak Hill Farm Road, traffic had been alternating under police direction for the vehicle fire cleanup. Jiffy Lube service centers keep you moving from oil changes and tire rotations to filters and wipers to a full range of services. Visit JiffyLubeDC.com for a location near you. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. Now your trick-or-treating forecast from Storm Team 4 meteorologist Chad Merrill. Lots of cloud cover out there this morning, perhaps a patchy fog or two, but then we break for some sunshine in the middle of the day. A few spooky showers move in later today on this Halloween, and that continues through the evening for trick-or-treat. Temperatures very warm with mid-60s, falling back to the upper 50s overnight with a couple of showers, early fog, then mostly sunny on Tuesday, low 70s. We continue that theme of above-average temperature Wednesday through Friday with plenty of sunshine and highs in the low 70s. I'm Storm Team 4's Chad Merrill. 56 degrees at Reagan National, 51 at BWI Marshall this morning, and 46 at Dulles. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 510. Hyattsville police say fentanyl is to blame for the deaths of three men over the summer. The three were found unconscious outside an apartment building on August 24th along Queens Chapel Road. Autopsies show the 45-year-old and 37-year-old men died from fentanyl and alcohol overdoses. A 30-year-old man died just from the drug overdose. Medics tried to save the men with the opioid overdose reversal drug Narcan, but it didn't work to bring them back. Police say they're still trying to figure out how the men got the fentanyl. That same week in August, police also responded to two other incidents involving teenagers in Hyattsville who overdosed on drugs. All four of them survived. There have been 19 murders in Fairfax County so far this year. That's the same number as this time last year. But nearly half of this year's homicides are domestic-related, which is up from last year. 
Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis talked about one of those cases, the murder of Hannah Choi, with the DMV Download podcast. 35-year-old Hannah Choi of Alexandria disappeared March 6th. Her body was found a few weeks later in a park in Prince George's County. 27-year-old Joelle Marino was quickly identified as the suspect in her murder. We have an arrest warrant for second-degree murder. Uh, we know where he is. We can't get to him right now. And Chief Kevin Davis realizes that sounds a bit cryptic, but he says it would probably imply that Marino may or may not not be in the country. So we're working with federal officials to take Joel Marino into custody. Davis said the Hannah Choi case is closed in terms of the investigation, but that Marino's ultimate arrest will provide her family with another step toward their own closure. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. And you can hear the entire interview with Davis on the DMV download, available wherever you get your podcasts. Big trouble, apparently, this morning for some of the nation's most vital waterways. CBS News correspondent Jim Krasula explains. Drought-related record low levels on the Ohio and lower Mississippi rivers are disrupting ship and barge traffic that could eventually affect consumers. The Reverend Mark Nesselhut heads up the Siemens Church Institute, an advocate for mariners. It will impact the supply chain issues that we've been experiencing for the last year or so or or longer, and it certainly will impact farmers. Farmers are having to look for other more expensive ways than river barges to get their soybeans and corn transported for export. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Well, there is some huge money up for grabs in tonight's Powerball drawing. No one won the jackpot on Saturday night, so that means tonight's jackpot is a billion dollars. The jackpot for Powerball is the fifth largest in U.S. history behind another Powerball prize and three Mega Millions lottery game jackpots. The biggest prize won by three ticket holders in 2016 was more than one and a half billion dollars. If you win Powerball tonight and take the cash option, you would get about $500 million before taxes All good options, really. Sounds like it's a winner all the (laughs) way around, John. (laughs) Coming up on WTOP, Ukrainian officials report a massive attack by Russia on critical infrastructure in Kiev and other cities. 513. Hi, I'm Frank, owner of a plumbing company and an expert in fixing the leaks in your house. However, I was also finding leaks in my marketing plan. New jobs weren't flowing in and our outreach to potential customers kept getting clogged. Finally, we had enough and called 2060 Digital. Their team of experts became an extension of our marketing team and developed a custom strategy to reach our customers where they lived. Instead of paying for TV ads that reach anyone, we're targeting our videos to people looking for plumbers within the driving range of our trucks. Instead of being on the second page of search results, we're ahead of the other guys and are the top result for people searching for plumbers in key neighborhoods. Instead of losing to the competition, we're flushing them down the drain. Now our office is overflowing with leads. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. Thompson Creek designs, builds, and installs replacement windows. Without the middleman markup, you get high-quality windows at an affordable price direct from our local factory. Take advantage of our biggest sale of the year with 25% off all windows and doors for a limited time, plus special financing options. Call 855-57-CREEK. That's 855-57-CREEK before this offer is gone.
No one knows where this market will go. Things could change tomorrow, next week, or next month. At Merrill, we've been here before, and history shows this is the time to stay focused on your future. Because through every market, the bull will always have your back. Find an advisor in Washington, D.C. at ml.com slash bullish. Merrill, a Bank of America company. What would you like the power to do? Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith Incorporated. Registered broker-dealer, registered investment advisor. Member SIPC, a wholly owned subsidiary of Bank of America Corp. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Bye, 15. What's happening, Dave Johnson? Hey, we're talking dreams as we wake up this morning. Terry McLaurin, the big catch to set the winning touchdown commanders, 17-16 win over the Colts. Yeah, dreams can come true. McLaurin is from Indianapolis, playing in front of family and friends. And to be back in the stadium, you know, a lot of my love for football started here, honestly. And, you know, I watched a lot of those great players for the Colts play and got to play in high school and college and now in the NFL. And to be a part of teams that haven't lost, and that's that's just, I could have never dreamed I'd be in this position. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, going back to high school, McLaren now 5-0 and uh, when playing in the home of the Colts. And more dreams. Uh, it continues to come true for Taylor Heineke. It seems like he's at his best when he's living out that two-minute drill fantasy. I play my best when we're in you know situations like that. Again, you kind of go back to college, and I was in that spread offense, and we were two-minute pretty much all the time. So I'm very comfortable when, when we're doing that stuff. And yeah, it certainly seems comfortable when he's most, as I said, when he plays when like his hair is under fire. He is on fire. He's at his best. Commanders, go figure, have now won three straight. Sunday night game, Stefan Diggs, game I, six catches. Bills, 27-17. Whatever the Packers, boy, the Packers have lost four straight. In Boston last night, Wizards 112-94 losses. Celtics, Celtics made 21 three-pointers, Wes Unsell. We knew going in they were going to shoot volume threes. So just the urgency and recognition to find those shooters, we didn't have that in the first quarter. So right out the gate, it was bang, bang. And all of a sudden, you, you find yourself behind it a little bit. They're able to build it. Yeah, bang, bang. Emphasis on bang, bang. Wizards home tonight against Philadelphia. Dave Johnson, WTLP Sports. The top stories we're following for you this morning on WTOP. The suspect who was accused of attacking House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband in their California home reportedly had zip ties and duct tape with him. Multiple reports cite law enforcement sources that say suspect David DePap had a bag with zip ties and other things inside. Police say he attacked Paul Pelosi with a hammer after breaking into their home. Early in-person voting starts in D.C. today. There are more than 20 early voting centers throughout D.C. The centers will be open from 8.30 in the morning to 7 in the evening through Sunday. D.C. voters are choosing a mayor, attorney general, delegate to Congress, and council members. You can see the locations of the voting centers at WTOP.com. The Supreme Court hears arguments this morning about one of the most challenging and controversial questions to reach its docket this year, whether colleges may consider the race of prospective students on the interest of diversity. A decision isn't expected until next year. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. The city of New York has agreed to pay $26 million and New York State $10 million to settle the lawsuits of two men who were exonerated for the 1965 assassination of Malcolm X. Both men spent decades in prison. Last year, a judge dismissed the convictions of 84-year-old Muhammad Aziz and Khalil Islam, who died in 2009, after prosecutors said new evidence of witness intimidation had undermined the case against the men. An attorney for the two says New York City recognized the grave injustices done. The attorney went on to commend the decision to resolve the lawsuits. The $36 million settlement will be divided equally between Aziz and the estate of Islam. 518. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Back over to Rita Kessler in the traffic center. Well, the situation's the same on the Beltway right now. This is the outer loop in Maryland, Prince George's County, after St. Barnabas Road. 
Uh, crash cleanup continues. It is still single file right, getting you past the scene. Not a huge delay right now. Delays begin near St. Barnabas Road. Headed past the crash, then it looks good. All the way in toward the Baltimore-Washington Parkway and toward the top side of the Beltway. No problems on the Beltway in Virginia. Inner and outer loops still running well. Now, in Virginia, eastbound 66 near 28 in Centerville. The delay has eased. However, there are still some barrels left there in the left lane that they continue to pick up. So hopefully another 10 minutes or so and everything will be out of that left side of the roadway. Again, not much of a backup. Just stay to the right. Then you're going to find it good all the way to the Beltway. The earlier work between Nutley and the Beltway is cleared. Northbound 395, the earlier delays near 236 or Duke Street have cleared as well. Callers report there had been a deer that was hit in the roadway. They managed to get it out of the roadway, so that's the reason why the delay eased, and then it looks good to and across the 14th Street Bridge. No problems along 95 right now. In Aldi, it was 15 north of Oak Hill Farm Road. Traffic had been alternating for vehicle fire cleanup. In Maryland, southbound 270, still good out of Frederick, all the way to the Lane Divide, onto either loop at the Beltway. No problems crossing the Bay Bridge. Westbound 50 looks good from the bridge to the Beltway. Then inside the Beltway, both 50 and the BW you parkway running while heading into the district, whether you're using New York Avenue or DC 295. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team Force Chad Merrill, we had some chilly mornings this weekend, not quite as bad this morning to start off our work week. Yeah, here in the last day of October, Halloween, it is a very mild morning out there. High temperatures today will be in the mid-60s, perhaps a a few sprinkles by the middle part of the day, but guaranteed showers for a trick-or-treat this evening. No heavy rain, no severe weather. That's the good news for tonight. Temperatures only drop into the upper 50s overnight. Some patchy fog to start your day on Tuesday, then plenty of sunshine, breezy northwest wind, but that northwest wind's not going to bring in any cold weather with highs in the low 70s. We continue that theme of beautiful weather Wednesday through Friday with highs in the lower 70s, overnight lows in the 40s. 50 at Dallas International, 52 at BWI Marshall, the warm spot, Reagan National right now at 55 degrees. Thanks, Chad. Brought to you by Len the Plumber, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. And coming up, a vote is set for this week on a controversial data center around here. 521. At the Virginia Department of Elections, we realize there's a lot of new information about voting. To help you focus, we've got just the thing. Symbols. Make sure you're registered and confirm your polling location. Redistricting could affect that. Symbols, please. You can vote early in person, absentee by mail, or on Election Day, November 8th at your polling location. For more info, go to vote.virginia.gov. How does cold and flu medicine get to pharmacies? How do chemotherapy treatments get to hospitals, clinics, and patients? The answer is healthcare distributors. From everyday medicines to complex therapies and vaccines, healthcare distributors deliver treatments and cures across the U.S. Distributors connect 1,500 pharmaceutical manufacturers to over 180,000 pharmacies, hospitals, and providers. Learn how at healthdeliver.org. Brought to you by the Healthcare Distribution Alliance. Moments. They surround us, intersecting every day, every instant. Moments that can change us forever. In a region where news is never-ending, a singular sound defines our moments. A constant signal delivering the top news right at your fingertips when you need it most. For better, for worse, always connected. Our legacy is the future and we'll never miss a moment. WTOP News, 103.5 FM. This is WTOP News. 
522, part of Ukraine's capital city of Kiev, cut off from power and water supplies after reports of a massive barrage of Russian strikes on critical infrastructure in that city and other cities in Ukraine. The subway stopped running in Kharkiv and railways were also cut off from power in other parts of Ukraine. Now, this attack comes two days after Russia accused Ukraine of a drone attack against Russia's Black Sea Fleet off the coast of the annexed Crimean Peninsula. Ukraine denies the attack, saying that Russia mishandled its own weapons. A vote is set for this week in Prince William County on a plan to allow a controversial data center to be built west of Manassas National Battlefield Park. Environmental groups and home and landowners who would like Prince William County to retain a rural countryside are on one side of the issue, with landowners who want to sell to the project on the other, and there are the taxes the county estimates the project would generate possibly as much as $400 million. One area farm owner tells the Washington Post that 12-story high power lines already run through the area, supplying power to Loudoun County and its data centers. The Prince William Project proposes 27 million square feet of data centers along 2,100 acres along Pageland Lane. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. We have a new food recall to tell you about this morning. Costco is recalling 148,000 Foster Farms frozen breaded chicken breast patties after consumer complaints of hard, clear plastic embedded in them. They have best buy dates of August 11th, 2023. It's unclear which stores received the recalled bags, but they were sent to Costco distribution centers in California, Washington, Arizona, Utah, and Colorado. The USDA's Food Safety and Inspection Service says there have been no confirmed reports of injuries. Deborah Rodriguez. CBS News. This season, America is expected to load up on 600 million pounds of Halloween candy. Some companies are trying to make it easier to recycle the wrappers. Mars Wrigley is sending thousands of free bags to consumers to collect plastic wrappers and mail them to a specialty recycler. Rubicon Technologies is sending 5,000 free boxes to schools and businesses to do the same. Candy makers say they're working on new packaging that would be more easily recyclable or compostable. Well, arguments started the Trump Organization's criminal trial in Manhattan today. The organization has entered not guilty pleas on 14 counts related to allegations the company provided untaxed indirect employee compensation to executives. Last week, prosecutors and defense attorneys interviewed dozens of potential jurors, asking them probing questions about their feelings toward former President Trump, even though he's not charged in that case. Money news at 25 and 55. More reported changes possibly coming to Twitter under the leadership of new owner Elon Musk. One of the possible changes is report that's reportedly being floated by Musk and his team charging a subscription fee for Twitter Blue or Lose Your Badges. Twitter Blue gives users the ability to undo or bookmark tweets and more easily view long threads of posts. The $4.99 a month subscription launched last year as Twitter's premium offering. The Verge reports a verification tier subscription could cost as much as 20 bucks a month. Musk tweeted yesterday the whole verification process is being revamped. Well, the D.C. area is among leaders for veteran-owned businesses, and WTOP's Jeff Clayball says it tops the list for places for vets to start one. PenFed Foundation's annual study ranks the D.C. area as the top city in the country for veteran entrepreneurs for the second year in a row. It's based on economic growth, support for vets, and ability to start a business. Seven and a half percent of D.C. area businesses are veteran-owned. Veteran-owned businesses in the D.C. area employ almost 126,000 people. Money News brought to you by the Maryland Department of Health. You never know what life will throw your way. Maryland Health Connection can help you find a low-cost, quality health plan that covers doctor visits, mental health services and more visit marylandhealthconnection.gov today still ahead new details about the attack on house speaker nancy pelosi's husband 
It's 526. Here's Drew Malloy, the technical director for the Cybersecurity and Analytics Directorate at the Defense Information Security Agency on the CISO Handbook, Modernizing Cybersecurity at the Defense Department, sponsored by CyberArk. Some of the holes that we currently have really around the application and data pillars are things that we need to work on. That strategy is going to be able to inform some of the 